0: On Spotlight today on KRWC, our third Wednesday of each month, we reserve time to chat on a rotating basis with our county commissioners and uh, talk a little bit about what's happening within the county and the county board. And Commissioner Christine Hewson joins us this month to uh, chat a little bit about uh, recent activities. Good morning.
1: Well, good morning, Tim. And I just want to give a shout-out to the nice celebration you had on Sunday. It was so fun to, to listen to... Um, what current employees and former employees had to say about their their time here at the radio station in 50 years I mean that is just remarkable
0: yeah it is a long time and uh, we appreciate that uh, that you came out and helped uh, to celebrate and everybody that uh, that came out for that yeah it was a nice day and and we're gonna you know we've been kind of setting this up for the previous year but actually you know this week uh, is actually the the week of the the actual 50th anniversary of um, becoming KRWC I guess. (laughs) Fine
1: broadcasting. (laughs) But
0: um, yeah so we're going to kind of continue on now with just uh, you know shorter segments maybe some more of the the uh, older commercials as we find Mm -hmm. them and it's uh, taken a little not on my part so much but um, Jake on our staff has done a great job in kind of some krwc archaeology here trying to find all of the uh, (laughs) the old tape well i I was telling people on sunday too that um it's been uh, quite a process because some of it that you unearth um is really good and sounds real good and you know sounds like it was just made yesterday and other tape is just about dust you know so it's So depending on when it was, you're right, and Mm -hmm. what the quality of the tape that was used and, and of course, everything from, you know, way back, anything that we need to use or want to use is all on audio tape. Of course, it wasn't until probably the 90s until we started the uh, saving everything digitally. So so it's been an experience, but yeah, thank you.
1: (laughs) Yes, it was great
0: well uh on to county board stuff the um, uh, commissioners that have been in in recent months have all been kind of laying the groundwork here talking about the budget process and I, I take it that that is pretty much um wrapped up as people should have gotten their property tax statements uh, in the mail here or the the proposal anyway for for 2022.
1: Correct. Yes, we um, did set our preliminary levy at the end of September, and so our tax statements. I think people just are receiving them this week. So um, this is this is people's opportunity to you know come before the board if they have any questions that kind of thing. But they basically um, you know we we worked really hard to keep our levy as low as possible after we made that. Um, Big correction in 2018. We've been able to keep things more level, so we're trying to keep our tax rate as level as we can, so we don't have the spikes, um, both up and down. It's just nice if it's more even, so people can basically have more uh, ability to predict what might happen. I mean, yeah, it's great if your taxes go down, but in this growing county, that's not that's not real likely. We, um, of course, don't set the property values per se we have to go by the state and our values have to be between 90 and 105% of what the state determines is you know in that classification so we have actually over 60 classifications in the state of Minnesota and over 50 in in Wright County so our assessors are you know very very busy and they 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 don't have an easy job i don't think i i don't know how they can you know really keep up with all that but but well, anyway i'm uh, sorry
0: yeah no i was just gonna say i've, I've said it before and, and talked with other commissioners about you know the the very same thing and uh, so i guess it's nothing really new that i'm bringing up but uh you know just the fact that um we're in a county that uh for decades now has been changing going from uh you know probably leaning more agricultural maybe 30 40 years ago to now although we still have a fair amount of agricultural land left but now definitely leaning more suburban and you got um, a lot of cities particularly in the north and east part of the county that are you know, basically dovetailing right into the metro now.
1: They're yes, they're exploding. I mean, when you look at, at Seagull growing forty-seven yeah. percent since the last census, and you know um, they're proposing another thousand houses in Saint Michael. I mean, it's it's just growing exponentially, and those those towns were. I mean, at Seagull wasn't that long ago that they were still a township, and the. You know Saint Michael and Elwoodville, and these were you know just tiny little cities, and then, and then when the I-94 came in, then all of a sudden you know the growth the growth came, and it just kept coming. So, yeah, we've um, added actually a billion dollars, another billion dollars worth of properties in this last year. So that's a You know, third year in a row. So, it's it's you know trying to keep up with the growth and manage it you know correctly. And so, this last year we added it was six and a half percent or six point six percent growth, and we kept the levy at five point seven five. So, some people might see a slight reduction in their in their taxes depending on what their property values went up. Our our personally, our property value went up ten point one percent and our our county taxes, because of our property value, went up ten point four percent. So that was actually, you know, um, just pretty, pretty flat. So that is something that you know you kind of look at and say, "Oh, you know, my taxes went way up." Well, you have to look at what your value went up also, so that's that's a big part of that. But, you know, people. We're having our what used to be known as truth in taxation. Our budget and levy meeting will be at the courthouse on December 9th at 6 p.m. So people can come in. It's basically we will be setting the final levy at, in December. We have um, our preliminary levy. We after we set that, we can increase it, but we can decrease it. Yeah. So that's that's something to look at.
0: I'm always curious a little bit about um, other. Counties that are, are out, you know, kind of on the fringe, like we are, you know, and I, I guess it would be, uh, I don't know, maybe Sherburne County to an extent, although mm-hmm. they've got some, you know, really uh, areas uh, such as Elk River and others that have been pretty, you know, highly populated for a while. But um, it's point being, it's not just Wright County that goes through this, um, but these outer ring counties all are kind of experiencing this business about you know, you're growing. That makes uh, more demands for uh, safety, for roads, for Mm -hmm. infrastructure. And although some of that may break down to cities, um, you know, still overall the county has responsibilities there too.
1: Definitely. Yes, I mean, the more traffic you have in the roads, you know, the more um, maintenance they need and upgrades and, you know, it's expensive. And that's... You know, one one thing that actually we're looking at if we're going to renew or not, the lost funds, local option, option sales tax, and that is bringing in actually more than we thought it would, about $9 million, and that can help us do projects on some rural roads. You know, we have to have a specific project assigned to, to the dollars, but, you know, people, you know, sometimes look and say, well, all the money is going on the eastern side of the county, well, it isn't but it, it you know, certainly a lot is because mm-hmm. we um, we have to, you know, keep up with the infrastructure. I mean, when you're adding that many new homes, that many new businesses, that kind of thing we we have to maintain. That's one of our that's one of our responsibilities. And as you mentioned, public safety. So when we have a higher population then we need to have more deputies on the road and it's just it it's kind of snowballs really.
0: Yeah. Well, and back on the transportation end of it, um, and, you know, jump in if I'm, if I'm off on the side road here in the wrong direction, but um, without those funds, uh, it w- even though maybe they're focused on or the, some of the work is focused in one particular area, that work would still be there anyway. Even if we, you know, without these funds, Mm -hmm. that work would still have to be done. Now, maybe it would be dragged out over time, but...
1: Right, and that's the thing. We're a bit behind on our roads, and that really helps us get a little closer, you know, to where we need to be. And, I mean, Wright County, I think, does a wonderful job with the roads when you go into other areas and it's like, man, it's nice to be back in Wright County where we have well-maintained roads and, you know, they're they're not falling apart. But that... That does come at a cost and you know certainly you know our our highway engineers are really up on you know their plans and when you know these projects need to be done and planning for the future always so it it's just part of part of one of the you know our responsibilities and we want to do a good job i mean it's you know we need we need safety and one way is safe roads and well engineered and so yeah for sure
0: um, review with us again uh, what's next in the, the budget process. Now, the, the hearing is when?
1: It is December 9th at 6 p.m., and that will be in the county boardroom at the downtown government center. We're still there. <laughs> so <laughs> For now. Yeah, for now.
0: <laughs> okay. Christine Hewson, Wright County Commissioner, our guest on today's uh, county commissioner spotlight for the month of November. Um, other topics, uh, you recently had some discussion on, uh, or an update on the the county's compost facility.
1: Correct. We, um, you know, the the compost facility was built in 1991 as to receive, you know, the recyclables and the compost and that kind of thing. And it was, you know, quite the operation with their, I can't even remember all the, you know, um, terms for the different equipment, but the sorting and that sort of thing. It's It's a at least a three-story building, the main part, and we did lose part of it in a storm a couple of years ago. But, you know, wondering, okay, what, what to do with that? They, it, they closed that part of the operation in 1994, and I, I really think that had that type of a facility been built now, that probably would be enough, you know, um, recyclables and that kind of thing to come that would come in that could keep it more viable but it just we just didn't have you know the goods that were coming in yeah. at that point so it's been you know operating as um people bring their recyclables in and their hazardous waste um some things for composting that kind of thing but it's not really used for the same purpose that it was designed for yeah. so we we um, became aware of, you know, the fact that we really need to do something, and so we toured the facility. It's got, you know, a um, kind of a house office structure that, as you come in, but there's n- nothing going on in there. And then, of course, the big, the big um, compost processing building, and then there's a, a hangar in back. And um, it's currently there you know, they take they take recyclables, hazardous waste, appliances, that kind of thing. But also going on in the property we have the canine dog training. Okay. They they do that out there off, you know, away from the, the hangar building. But the sheriff also uses an area back there for their driving course. So they need to qualify for their defensive driving. So so there's, you know, a few things going on out there too. But, you know, per state statute, we need to um, provide services, you know, for our, our, our people. And, and we have to submit a plan every year. And that allows us to get what's called the SCORE dollars. And SCORE stands for Select Committee on Recycling Recycling and Environment. And we get those funds, and, the, you know, they're dispersed also to townships and that kind of thing but we we wanted to determine, you know what what is a way to ha- run an efficient operation out there. And so we sent out an RFP to you know look for a company that could help us determine and essentially, you know just to assess, evaluate the current operation and provide recommendations for improving those um, processes and identify the site facility and infrastructure needs to support those processes and also um, perform needed in inspections and investigations and determine the possibility of reuse so we can you know see where to go from there so anyway we are in that process now um, of of determining all that because you know we we do want to be able to provide the best we can for our citizens and um and we've had a little discussion too well maybe if we have you know one main site but then we can also maybe have other smaller sites in the county for taking recyclables and that kind of thing so that's all sort of part of the part of the discussion going forward but it's you know it it, we always uh, find something to do (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, you know, that facility, as you say, you know, it's been really 30 years since it um originated and maybe indeed it was kind of ahead of its time, really.
1: I I really believe it was. I really do. Um it it uh, you know, was kind of remarkable. It was very expensive. <laughs> yeah. To, very expensive to build and unfortunately it just they couldn't keep it going, so.
0: Yep. Still, though, I mean, it's it's property there that the county has, mm-hmm. and uh, so now the the question is how best to uh, to utilize it and and not let it uh, get completely, you know.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And to prov- you know to pr- provide those necessary services for our, our people. Yeah. Yep. They have to go somewhere with their hazardous waste.
0: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, you mentioned th- that uh, you're still uh, in the downtown location for now, but uh, we're getting closer and closer to the the big move here out to the new government center.
1: We are we are getting closer, and I, I look at my files and think I'm gonna have to start purging. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried to do some, but you know they're kind of encouraging us to you know to get rid of as much as our, of our paper as as we can, and you know I still am one of those people that keeps kind of think I may you know it's easy for me to find this in this file and you know rather than putting everything I don't have digital copies of everything mm-hmm. so I'm going to have to go through that but um, yeah we do have a um, select commercial services is is going to help us with our move and um, they've done some walkthroughs and they're going to drop off boxes t- starting on Monday January 3rd and we're going to um, stage be staging kind of essentially January 14th the tentative start date will be um, January 18th but we'll kind of see you know how that all works i mean hopefully by February 1st we'll we'll all be in there and we're talking about maybe moving the health and human services folks first you know they're they're going to be on the second floor and so we've got the financial services in the third floor in the current government center downtown. So we'll probably try to, you know, get, get them, get them all in. And, um, but yeah, he's, we should have the, um, certificate of occupancy on Wednesday, January 12th. So uh, it's gonna, it's gonna be, you know, I, I just can't imagine, but they did move all the justice center, people out there, you know, everyone connected with the courts a year ago. So that that worked yep. <laughs> for them. But there's a lot there's a lot of us and it'll be it'll be um, you know, I think a really good thing. When we when we get out there and we're all on the same campus, it's gonna save people so much time when they go to one building, and they're supposed to be at another building, and that happens frequently with the human services, because they'll go to the human services building, and they say, well, no, you're going to need to go and talk to your financial um, person first, and that's downtown at the government center, and then come back after you are done that, and so it gets to be a little cumbersome, and um, you know, be good to have efficiency for our people, and for us. I mean, when I go to a meeting at the Justice Center, and then I go back to the government center, and then I have a meeting at the law enforcement center or the highway building, that kind of thing. So for all of us and our, our workers, you know, they're going back and forth, and this is really going to add to, um, you know, their ability to be more efficient and provide those better services. So, but it it is, it's, it's a huge, it's a huge campus, and I Honestly, never thought that I was going to be part of, <laughs> part of um, you know, building building all these buildings. I mean, we started in with the um, highway building in 2015, and then shortly thereafter, that's when the chief justice said, you know, um, Wright County, you need to do something about yeah. about your um, court system, and so that's started that, and it kind of snowballed from there, but. Um, but you know we, when I was when I was we talking about the the government center and whether to you know do the um, remodel downtown and move some human services folks down there and looking at a twenty five to thirty million dollar remodel and I we none of us wanted to do that but when we got to um, twenty eighteen and we're you know talking about the government center and looking for designs and that kind of thing and I'm like. Ooh, with this levy I've I just felt myself I don't know if I'm going to be prepared to um, you know move forward with the government center at this time but we got into you know 2019 and as we're getting prices on the uh, government center and the interest rates were so low in fact um, I think on the on the administration building it was only 2.9 percent. So, as things were coming in and were coming under what we thought was going to cost, so I mean, I just saw that Will Smith's home is forty six million. Well, <laughs> our justice center costs less than that. No. <laughs> and so. Well,
0: and I think you know, many conversations that we had on this program, or not, not not just with you, but all the commissioners at the time, um, the thing that I think that kind of kept coming up over and over again was the fact that even if even if a remodel was voted on and approved for the current location that was a band-aid at best anyway it was anyway. a band-aid. It was, mean, you
1: know and to think that you might get 7 maybe 10 if you really stretch it years but you have to acquire more property for parking mm-hmm. and to bring all those people those you know um, employees back and and to provide for the for the citizens, and so if you are spending 25 million for a seven to 10 year fix, that is a you know a terrible waste of taxpayer dollars to so turn around then, and you wouldn't even probably have that bond paid off, and you'd have to have another one. And I mean, Wright County is in really good shape. We could actually carry 480 million dollars with the debt with our capacity, and we um we have. About 146, so that's, you know, still it's a lot, but some school districts have more than that. So we're we're really in in pretty good shape, and going forward, you know, try to keep keep doing, you know, the best that we can for our taxpayers.
0: It'll be an interesting transition. Anybody that's uh, moved an entire household, <laughs> you think about uh, how oh much uh, that. <laughs> uh, can be kind of a problem sometimes. And you try to think about moving the entire county government, uh, structure,
1: <laughs> hundreds of employees and oh, all their man. stuff. <laughs> yeah.
0: Thankfully, it's not something that happens every day. Oh but.
1: my. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it'll be a real relief to get in there. And, and, you know, I think it'll probably won't seem real for a while. And, um, you know, with the different departments and we'll have the license center will be operational, um, their, their main thing is to get in there and be operational. I mean, coordinating that with the state gets a little bit, you know, hopefully the cameras will all be set in place and that kind of thing. But, you know, to have the drive-through station open and um, it'll be good. They'll also have a testing area there. So that, that's an added thing. Um, We're still working on, in fact, that's something we want to talk with the legislators again about the um, road test, because when they shut down all 94 testing places last year during COVID, and for a while there was only like 14 when they reopened, and then they're, they're looking at 30, but Wright County was not in that 30 as this, you know, some months ago, so hopefully we'll We'll be able to get those get them here because it's it's difficult for people to travel so far you know if they're it's not just for kids but also for commercial drivers and that kind of thing they they need they need that testing place open.
0: Yeah, well, and that I guess I uh, maybe I was kind of confused on that because I thought that uh, the the testing areas were a part of you know all the reopening, but maybe not.
1: We're we're hoping. Yeah. we're hoping that we can get the road testing. Okay, but written test will be, yes. Uh,
0: let's see what else have we got here. Uh, you've got a uh, meeting set with uh, some of the local legislators coming we up do. next month.
1: Yes, so um, that's something that we've been really fortunate to have um, annual meetings with our legislators and you know, get them in and, and just to you know, tell them some of our concerns. Um, as I mentioned, the road testing is, is one, but also the um, homestead exclusion modifications, they've done something with that, with, with homestead taxes, so we wanna explore that. Um, the waste management landfill, and some drainage law cleanup. There's the drainage law. Of course, you know we've been we've been pretty pretty active trying to get our drainage systems up to code and um, doing the repairs and that kind of thing and redetermination of benefits and all the things that we need to perform as a drainage authority. So, and of course the broadband. That's something that we keep we keep pecking away at because federal dollars. There's federal dollars or state dollars, and then you know the ARP American Rescue plan we um had kind of earmarked ten million for that with Wright County, but we want to see what the other funds are gonna look like before we before we you know completely expend that money. Yeah. We've got till the end of twenty twenty four to make those decisions, so yeah.
0: Very good, and then uh, lastly, uh, through the holiday period here, kind uh, of a little bit of a DWI crackdown here. Yes,
1: yes. Yeah, so I'm on Safe Communities of Wright County, and we got the dates of their high visibility enforcement for DWI. It will be November 24th through the 27th, December 9th through the 11th, December 16th through the 18th, the 23rd through the 25th, and the 30th through the 31st. So that is, and you know, and hopefully. Um, you know, please don't drive. <laughs> please don't drink and drive. Anyway, yeah. but they they will be out more in force. So um, that's just kind of a, you know, to be aware of that. Make sure you uh, have someone drive for you. Get yeah, your co- they, so- get your cobra sober cab lined up.
0: The crash totals and uh, fatality rates uh, oh, this year across the state it's, is it's, just mind numbing. It, it
1: it really is mind numbing, and and of course, safe communities is their mission is to reduce traffic. You know, fatalities, and it's it's been a, a sad, sad year. Um, speed related crashes and deaths are just, uh, gone up dramatically. So we, we need to, uh, you know, I think the pandemic brought out some things in people that I was, I don't know, they, they struggled. There's a lot of people struggle with, with, uh, that and That's one of the symptoms that seems to be showing up.
0: Well, I think a lot of uh, law enforcement will tell you, it kind of started when the roads were, you know, suddenly when, when, you know, probably three-quarters of everybody was locked down and there was, you know, all of a sudden there was hardly any traffic. and And those that were driving kind of got to think that, well, this doesn't apply, this speed limit doesn't apply anymore. Well, now... Mm You've got the same mindset, except now you got all the people back on the road again.
1: Right, definitely, yeah. And it is it's, it's uh, it is causing a major, major problem all over, well, all over the nation, but certainly it's showing up in in Minnesota.
0: Yep. Very good. Well, it's good to catch up. Wright County Commissioner Christine Hewson, our guest on today's Spotlight here on KRWC. We appreciate it. I don't think that uh, you'll be in, at least in... Uh, as a commissioner, officially uh, uh, to visit with us uh, until next year, but until next you'll, year you'll be back to talk some more about some of your writing and things yeah. like that. So,
1: yeah, well, it's always good to chat with you, Tim. Thank you.
0: Yep, have a great Thanksgiving. Thanks <laughs> for too. being here. That's our spotlight for you for today on KRWC.